is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. See, see if you like this. See if you like this. A person drowning, but resist rescuers from helping him, is expressing very loud and clear that he was killed before he fell into the water. Unquote. A person drowning. But resist rescuers or helpers from helping him, comma, is expressing loud and clear. Loud and clear, comma, he was killed before he fell into the water. Close it. Then here is a personal invite that you want to send to your friends or a a personal message. God knows you need help. Need block letters. God knows you need help. Full stop. Paragraph. Get ready. Comma. The season to send you help is here. Season block letters. Here block letters. God knows you need help. Get ready. The season to send you help is here. Now send a message to every platform you know. Hash aging wisdom. Hash aging wisdom. A person drowning but resists help is expressing loud and clear that he was killed before he fell into the water. God knows you need help. Get ready. The season to send you help is here. The number 21 has some hidden numbers or shadow numbers. Three is one of the hidden numbers in 21. Seven is one of the hidden numbers in 21. Which is why three times seven gives us 21. Two, zero and one are also some of the hidden numbers in 21. That is why 20 plus one gives us 21. So when you see the number three, the number three is a very uh, prolific number that shows, especially when you you dream too much about the number three, the number seven. When you dream about it, uh, apart from dreaming about the number, if you are associated with the number by, uh, by date of birth, by, by, it's not accidental that God will bring you into the world at a certain season, at a certain number. Three, three, seven, three, seven. There are hidden numbers in 21. And God has infused those numbers with some spiritual movement that, that it can, it can, it can influence you greatly. For example, 
Our first president, Kwame Nkrumah, was influenced greatly by the number 21, 21, 21. So his life was a success. Basically, 21 is opens the atmosphere for success, for fulfillment. 21 opens, gives you access to greatness, usually, usually, normally. But what Kwame Nkrumah missed was that 21 is also the number that introduces you to spiritual battles. And then every spiritual battle in 21 also comes with spiritual assistance from from angels. And that was what he missed. So Kwame Nkrumah was great, ahead of his generation, ahead of his time. Oh, Charlie, last time I listened to his speech on the, on the opening of the Organization of African Unity here in Accra. How? If you read the books of his, his contemporaries like Jomo Kenyatta, uh, Julius Nyerere, and all those freedom African fighters, they all said Kwame Nkrumah was not a man from this planet Earth. He was operating in some realms, his wisdom, his foresight, his vision. But he missed the battle side of 21. That when you are dreaming about 21 and 21 is influencing your birthday and 21 is influencing your examination results and 21 is influencing, hey, there are numbers that influence. This, this number 13, that Friday, the 13th of June, that everybody gets scared of. I know a certain sister that Friday, the 13th of June, is also the time she gets breakthrough. That's a certain sister. Friday, the 13th of June, she gets breakthroughs. But I just gave her another uh, a revelation. I said, it's okay, it's working for you. But make sure the man who come to your life as your husband will flow with the number. Otherwise, if it comes in with another thing, you are in trouble. In your... So, the number can be working for you until somebody enters. So, so there are biblical prophetic numbers that influence things that we do. There are... There are have you not, have you, have you forgotten that one day you were telling somebody, hey, Charlie, my, this one is my lucky number. There's nothing called lucky number. It's a divine number. But for want of words and for lack of understanding of how spiritually numbers work, we say lucky numbers. But they are not lucky numbers. They are divine numbers that influence your activities and your life. There are some things you do on certain days, it will not work. But on certain particular dates, when you do it, it works. You don't struggle. So, you get used to it. You say, ah, hey, hey, the number 13 works for me. Seven works for me. Three works for me. Everybody, you have something that works for you. So is God. God also has some numbers that he works through. So, when you read the Bible, you discover that God is very careful when he's giving the description of the building of the tabernacle, the temple, the measurement of the curtains, the length of the breadth, the breadth of the temple, the length of the breadth, the height of the breadth, the length of the altar, the breadth of the temple, the, the ark of God, its length, its breadth. God is particular in giving precise numerical precisions because he works through them. I will die, Jesus Christ says. And in three days, I will wake up again. Not four, not two, three. 
because three is the number of resurrection. Three has the, 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 the spirit Zoe come back to life in the number, in, in, in that number. Joseph, Joseph, those two men were telling Joseph, we had dream. In the dream, I saw that I was carrying three baskets and then a certain bird came and was eating the bread from the top basket. <laughs> Joseph said the three means three days. In three days, Pharaoh is bringing you out of this prison and is going to kill you. That is the vulture which is eating the bread over your head. Then the other one said, David, I also dreamt and I was carrying grapes and I was carrying three clusters of grapes. And then David Joseph said, the three clusters of grapes means in three days. God is a God of numbers. So, it is not accidental to read Jesus Christ talking about angels. And then he mentions angels 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 21 times and then he stopped mentioning about angels. He will not mention angels again. 21. And you, you, you say that is accidental. Oh, please. Son, it's not accidental. It's prophetic. It's revelational. 21 is the season for angelic assistance and help. Clap your hands and say, send me help, oh Lord. Send me help, oh Lord. Oh, I didn't hear you. Clap your hands and say, send me help. Send me help. Send, send me, me help. help. Send me help. So, we saw on Thursday, Daniel chapter number 10, verse number 13, that Daniel was praying and fasting, and then God sent an angel to go and minister to him. And then we saw that the principality of Persia, the spiritual darkness of Persia, the region in which Daniel was operating, intercepted and held captive this angel. And the angel would not go. And so Daniel continued his fast. One, two, three, four, five, six. And when he hit 21, God said, that's the number I'm looking for. This is the number to end battles. This is the number to end, to bring visitation. And then God said to Michael, the archangel, Michael, Go and release the other angel and let him go and visit Daniel. Because Daniel has been fasting. And I, the Lord, I work with the number 21. 21 is the number for incubation. 21 is the number for spiritual pregnancy. 21 is the number to birth out the miracle. And I prophesy to somebody this year, the Lord will give you a dream for the new job. I receive it. The Lord will give you an idea. Hallelujah. I receive it. Can you clap your hands and shout, I receive it. I receive it. Say the year 2021. Say 2021. 2021. It's my year. It's my year for grace. For grace. It's my year. It's my year to do good. To do good. It's my year. It's my year to prosper. To prosper. Clap your hands and start celebrating your prosperity. Start celebrating your prosperity. Hallelujah. So, so the pandemic chose not to come. But to come at a strategic time of 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020. When you see 20, it is time God is telling you, you are no longer staying in the house of Laban. You have stayed in the house of Laban for long. You have served Laban's cause. You have been cheated for so long. And so it's now time to come out. And when 2020 meet, you will see that there is a resistance and there is a battle and there is a fear. So Jacob did not leave Laban's house easily. 
Laban pursued him and pursued him and pursued him. But the God of his fathers had already given him the release. I clap your hands and say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 2020. 2020. I have, I have won the battle. I have won the battle. And I win the battle. And I win the battle. And I win again. And I win again. Shout yes. Yes. May I inform my sons and my daughters. In just as the pandemic started in 2020. This year we are having two numbers that are coinciding again. We are having 21-21. 21-21. We are in the 21 first year of the 21st century 21 years of the 21st century that's what we are celebrating now so if we celebrate that 2020 with an invasion of a pandemic 21 21 there is another invasion coming there's another battle coming but this time michael will be discharged yes ah! yes can you rise up and say this time? This time, help will come. Help will come. Clap your hands and say, "Angels on assignment." Angels on assignment. Clap your hands and shout, "Yes!" Yes. The demons run in peace. At the mention of your name, King of Majesty. Clap your hands and say, "This time." This time, help will be coming. Help will be coming. Help is coming. Help is help coming. Help is coming. Come on, say this time. This time. So last year it was 2020. This year is 2121. So, so the Bible says the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. They are mighty through God. So the weapons, we, we have certain weapons by which we fight the enemy and we fight devil and we fight situations. One of which is prayer. Somebody say prayer. Prayer. Prayer is a weapon. It's a key. The, the, those who pray are strong. Those who pray don't give up. When you want, you, you look at someone who gives up easily. Somebody who, who, Whose faith is wavering. Somebody who cannot trust God in difficult times. Check the person's prayer life. People who pray, they are solid. People who pray, don't give up. People who pray, trust the Lord. If my people who are called by my name will pray and seek my face from heaven, then will I hear and heal their land. Even God will never heal unless people pray. (laughs) He will never heal Unless people pray So prayer is a key Say say prayer Prayer. It's a weapon weapon. Another weapon is the blood The blood is a weapon The blood is a weapon The name of Jesus is a weapon The cross is a weapon The anointing, the Holy Ghost is a weapon The word is a weapon The word is a weapon But but at the end of the day, after you have employed the word and you have invoked the word and you have um, uh, employed the blood and you have employed the name and you have invoked the name and you have raised the cross and you have raised at all of these things, you have no idea that God then must send you the answer of what you have been praying for, what you have been invoking and what you have been drinking and what the tokens you have been applying. God must send you. For example... You can't pray asking God. Lord, my rent. My rent is due. My landlord wants to kick me out. Oh God. Oh God. 21 days you are praying this prayer. Now it is time to give you the rent. You know how God does it? God sends you an angel 
to come and give you the money. God will not rain the money from heaven. He doesn't do that. He now sent you help physically. Lord, I need job. God, I need job. Lord, give me job. Lord, my Lord, this interview. Lord, this interview. Human beings are going to interview you. You must command an angel to be on the panel. Are you clapping or you are doing? Now, now I'm moving on. Today, by the time I'm ending, let me, let me, let me tell you how I'll be ending. I'll be ending by now talking about archangels. And I'll tell you, Apostle General, I have had enough of small angels. Now the season I am in now, I want Gabriel or Michael. Hey! Hey! Higher levels and higher anointing. That's where I am taking you to. If you are ready, can you jump and shout, I receive it! Are ready to move higher. How many of you are ready to move higher? Oh, I'm, t- I'm tired of people giving you 1,000, 1,000, 1,000. I'll move you to 10,000. I receive it. I'm, oh, I'm tired of 1 million. I'm tired of 1 million. I'll I'm move a- you to 10 million. I receive it. And I'll move you to 100 million. I receive it. After the first service, uh, w- one of my sons came to me and he says, I, Apostle General, uh, I've been invited to come for another bidding. And uh, I said, uh, the last one, how much was it? Then she mentioned. So I said, this one that you are going for, how much do you want? He said, 15 million. I said, kneel down. I said, you are my son. 15 million. Kneel down. I pour 15 million anointing oil upon his head. <laughs> you didn't hear me. I pour 15 million anointing oil upon his head. Jesus. Get up and prophesy to somebody. Say, God will take you higher. Say, tell someone, God will take you higher. Oh, if you cannot get up, you are not receiving a miracle. If you cannot get up, it means you want to sleep. Come on, go to somebody. Say, God is taking you higher. Tell someone, God is taking you higher. His name is higher. God is taking you higher. Than any other. His name is Jesus. The King is glory. His name is higher than any other. His name is Jesus. His name is God. Please, please receive that. Nicholas, two years now, I changed my prayer. So, I, I, was just, I was just desperate. I said, oh God, things are slow. You know, I've got vision. I, I've got a heart to do things for you. Lord, give me money, Lord. Give me money. Then the Lord said to me, you see, because you have placed, you have made human beings your target and you are expecting money to be coming from certain people, that is why you have been disappointed. But if you can change your orientation and you can change your mind and shift your eyes from men and put your eyes on me, son, I will shock you. 
So when I heard the voice, I said, ah, so it means I've been praying wrong prayer topic. Then the Holy Ghost dropped in my heart that I should pray this prayer. And here's the prayer I've been praying this in the last two years. Lord, send me angels. Tell, send angels to come and build oil dome. Send angels to put money in my hand. Lord, send me money. Lord, send me angels. I can pray that prayer one hour. One hour. Me alone. Praying, crying. Results. Results. Sin and son. <laughs> About two months ago, I went to a funeral preaching at a funeral. A bishop's wife has died, and then uh, uh, bishops have gathered. Uh, Archbishop was there, uh, bishops from around the city, and then I was the one to preach the sermon. 20 minutes I fired the sermon, I finished, I was going to sit down, and then this man walked to me and then put in my hand. The money's not in the envelope, bundle, $10,000, and then said, gave it to me. So, so I said, uh, uh, what do you want me to do with it? He said, take it. I said, oh, but how about the bishop who is money? He said, leave that one for me. I said, hey, this one is an angel. This one, I don't know him from Adam. Clap your hands and say, Father, Father, send me here. Send me here. Help. Help. And in this year, we call the altar. When you are praying, it is good to invoke the weapons of the blood, the name, the tokens, which shall give you all. But you must be in expectation of angelic assistance. This year, when you are going to write your exams, angels must go before you. Interviews, angels must go before thee. Yes. When you are going to the hospital, angels must go ahead of you. Yes. When you are sleeping in the night, command angels to come into your bedroom. Yes. When you wake up, ask them to go ahead of you. Yes. When you are traveling, angels must go ahead of you. Yes. Don't walk alone. Don't walk like somebody who has no protection and preservation. Clap your hands and say, angels on assignment. Angels on assignment. 2021, 2021, 2021. Clap your hands and say, my father, my father. My father, my father. Those of your prayer is already answered. Yes. God has already answered. Yes. God has already granted you. Yes. Clap your hands and say, oh, in the testimony you had was two months ago. Here the one that took place after uh, yesterday. The one that took place yesterday. So, my wife and I, we, we, we give to God. We, we believe in giving because it's our giving life that has opened the blessings of God. Hey, Charlie. A mother sent a child to come and disrupt my, my preaching with one Ghana city. Put your hands together for... I received this one Ghana city in Jesus' name. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. <laughs> we are teaching the children how to do altar sacrifice. <laughs> we, we, we believe in giving because it's our life is 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 is, is uh, hangs around giving. The day we stop giving, I don't know what will happen to us. So before we came to the watch night, we we discussed how much we should give to God and we gave God a very heavy prophetic seed. That the first night, the following day, somebody, I don't know, calls my PA and says, uh, can you come and meet me somewhere? I have something for the Apostle General. Exactly the money we put on the altar, in 24 hours, the Lord gave us the money back. 
you you are sitting down there you pray and you don't know what will happen next this year when you pray the lord will release help i receive help people you know and people you don't know i receive it will send you help i receive it somebody can you run into your miracle and say yes all your promises are yes three days ago one of the things you can trust apostle general i take very good care of my investments i manage my resources very well so i can stand here and i can tell you a record that i have and everybody must try to meet that standard number one because i manage my resources very well i don't borrow money from people i don't borrow money from anybody the whole world there's nobody who will come and stand as apostle jonah is owing him never i don't owe anybody because i don't ask money from anybody I manage very well what God puts in my hand. I manage it very well. You can trust me on that. Number two. I don't spend on what I have not budgeted for. Because that's where you struggle. The thing is not budgeted for, you still want to spend your account to be empty. So when it is time for you to do the needful, i.e. electricity, water, the, the unexpected ones, which will be sudden illness of your children for which you have to rush them to sleep. And test, 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 test medication, 1,000 Ghana cities you have been budgeted for. These are unforeseen expenditure. You must always have some money there for this unforeseen expenditure. Oh, come on. I'm preaching. Accountant is encouraging me. When you hear the accountant encouraging me like this, Roberta, you know I'm coming your way because I know that you are giving this accountant problems at home. So, so accountant, unforeseen expenditures don't take me by surprise because I always have budget for them. Always. And then, the normal ones which, as for that one, they must not surprise you. Electricity should not surprise you. Water should not surprise you. Petrol should not surprise you. Don't you know that your car drinks petrol? Are you a fool? <laughs> how, how can you drive to the filling station and go and tell, eh, eh, brother, uh, uh, so, so name me, who name me? Apostle General. Uh-huh, I've been buying petrol here. Uh, just fill my tank. I'm quite sorry about this. Yeah. Oh. When I move my car, they will start gossiping. Ah, Apostle, this Apostle, pa. I've already driven away souls. They won't come to this church. So. I have a wife. Is she on the compound? She's not here. Father, close the ears of that woman. I have a wife. When she wants something done, and she puts it before me, and I don't give her answer in two hours. She will repeat it in the next hour. If I don't give her an answer, she will repeat, I 
Huh? Nicholas, if I don't answer her positively, she will continue to harass me. And the gate to the palace will be closed. And me too, I don't have girlfriend anywhere. She's my only wife. I don't drink. I, I was telling the first service. I said, you, you see how I look? You want to be like, oh, today I'm coming there. Those of you have been drinking appetizing and alcohol. And those of you have been serving alcohol at your parties. I'm warning you already. So when I'm getting to that place, please walk out of the church and then go. Then I know that you are not my son and my daughter. I'm preparing you today. What do you mean? Oh, I'll shoot the scripture first. So the scripture will speak. Before I speak my mind. If I speak my mind right now, they say, hey, it's coming from me. So I'll, I'll, I'll let the word of God talk first. Nonsense. As I said to the first service, the way I'm, the reason why I'm looking very strong, strong, nice, as sister one, is number one, I don't drink alcohol. Two, I don't chase small, small girls. My wife, finish. Three, I don't owe people, so I sleep well. some medicine. So it was Pastor Kofi who added the fourth one. And so I want to add the fourth one. He said, I also don't give fake prophecies. That's why, that's why I'm looking. Somebody said, that's all. So I asked Mama Rita, so what's the budget? Then she mentioned. I said, honey, this thing, we haven't budgeted for it. So I will never go into my savings and give you this money because it will affect other things. So, I promise you, if the Lord sends an angel, ask her. You think Mama Rita is serving God for nothing? She's, she knows the power of God in her bedroom. I said to her, I said, if the Lord sends an angel to give me that money, I will give everything to you. I won't take a dime, I won't take a personal. And when I said it, something fell upon it. She said, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, in three days, somebody called that he was, they were visiting. So we received them. We blessed them. When they were coming, they were carrying a bag. When they left, we took the bag to the room. When we opened exactly what she's looking for, the amount that I told her, angels must come and give me that money. If angels don't give me that money, I am not going into my service. Exactly. Clap your hands and say, angels on assignment. Angels on assignment. This year, they will respond to you when you call them. I receive it. Come on, jump and shout and say, I receive I receive Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, God is real. My God. This year, when you are praying, be expectant. That is who Believe you God. are. Trust God. He will bring you help. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. Challenge. Now, it is like I eat Kenke and pepper with angels. Oh I call them and they are running. I call them and they are responding. That is who you 
I said, honey, this money, it won't come from our account. Let an angel of the Lord, when an angel of the Lord brings the money, I'll give it to you. Oh, church. Stop going around telling people your problems. And get to the altar of your father and engage the altar. I was telling my, my speakers for the alt, alt, uh, week of the altar. The first night, <laughs> where I will shoot the prayer topics from. There are scriptures they have been seeing and seeing and seeing and seeing and nobody sees prayer topics there. Oh, the pressure I put on you people after Monday. But I said, don't be afraid. Once you are standing on your father's altar, the altar will speak for you. Amen. Your, the, your father's anointing will speak for you. Are you clapping somebody? Give the Lord a mighty clap. And those of you who don't know how to preach, you don't know how to preach. When somebody is standing there too, then you are complaining. What is he doing? But next time I will give you the microphone. Say Amen. Daniel has been thrown into the lion's den in chapter 6 and verse number 22. And why was he thrown there? He was thrown there because of his prayer life. But what the people did not know was that the prayer had already gone ahead of him before they put him into the lion's den. Are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? is being punished because of his prayer life. What they don't know is that prayer produces angelic assistance. So they put him in the lion's den and they were expecting the lion to eat him up and tear him apart. And then the king favored Daniel because he was not in favor of the conspiracy against him. But somewhere, somehow, he was weak because he had already signed and passed the law. And so Daniel was put in it. The whole night he didn't sleep. Early in the morning, he comes shouting, Daniel, servant of the most high God, has your God been able to save you? Listen to Daniel's response. He says, leave, O king. The Lord sent his angel. People who pray get angelic visitation. Come on now. sent his angel to shut the mouth of the lions. So they have never harmed me. So I am safe and I am secured. Wow! Daniel then come out. Sometimes the trouble that your enemies create for you, be very happy because the trouble they create for you is actually for them and their grandchildren. Or you are doing something like clapping. The king said, Oh, the lions may, must be sick. That's why they didn't eat Daniel. Let's put Daniel's enemies. The lions ate his enemies. It means they were not sick. 
And God miraculously through the hand of the angel shut them up. How about Shadrach and his friends? Shadrach and his friends were also put in the hot furnace of fire because of their faith and because of their prayer life and because their invocation of the power of their God and their relationship with God. They put them in a fire. And then in this particular case, the king was sitting with his elders and they were just watching how those boys roast and burn in the fire. And then they had tied them when they were going to the fire and threw them into the fire. And then they saw that the people who had been tied in their legs and their hands, instead of lying down, they were not lying down. They were walking in the fire and they were doing something like praise and worship. And they were continuing, in fact, they were continuing their prayer meeting inside. Because they were praying when they arrested them. So they continued their prayer. <laughs> then the king screamed. Guards, how many people did we put there? They said three. Count, there are more than three there. One, two. I see a fourth person that looks like the son of God. That's an angel over there. An angel had gone in there to quench the heat of the fire and to cool the place out. So the king said, ah, I don't think that thing was hot enough. Bring the Shadrach and his friends out. All the accusers of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, let's throw them in. They got bent. The troubles that your en- enemies make for you, they are made for themselves and their children and their children's children. Clap your hands and scream in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. No weapon. No weapon. Formed against me. Formed against me. And my house. And my house. Shall prosper. Shall prosper. Say no weapon. No weapon. Clap your hands. Say no weapon. No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. You know what you are doing? You are scattering every arrow that is moving towards you. Jesus. Every tongue that has been raised against you. Jesus. Any encampment and any gathering against you. Hey. Clap your hands and say scatter. Scatter. By fire. By fire. Scatter. 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 This year, 2021, you prosper. Jesus. So I want to make sure that all people who stand against your prosperity will clear them away. I receive it. Shout yes. Yes. Shout yes. Yes. In chapter 4, the Peter and, and, and John had been arrested for preaching uh, uh, Christ. And uh, uh, the whole town was turning to Jesus Christ after the healing of the la- uh, lame man at the beautiful gate. The lame man at the beautiful gate. And so uh, they arrested them and gave them some few lashes and some warnings. They said, go and don't go and preach again. They went and were preaching. So in chapter 5, they went and arrested them and put them back in prison. And they put them back in prison because they hadn't finished their assignment. In the night, an angel of the Lord came with a master key. The keys were in the pocket. The, the, the original keys were in the pockets of the body of the prison guards. But the angel of the Lord came with a master key and came and opened the, uh, the doors of the prison and told Peter and his friends, get out of this place. You don't belong here. And then, by the way, when you go, go back to the same place where you are arrested. Go and start preaching the same sermon. Clap your hands and say, angels on assignment. Angels on assignment. Say, angels are coming on arrival. Angels are coming on arrival. They are coming because of my prayer. Yes. They are coming because of my faith. I receive it. They are coming because it's my season. In the name of Jesus. They are coming because they have seen 21. Yes. They are coming because they are... Daniel chapter 10 verse 13 is invoked. Hey. They are coming because Revelation chapter 12 is invoked. Yes. Clap your hands and say, angels. Angels.
Acts chapter 12, Peter and James had been arrested. And James had been killed. And then the whole Jerusalem was happy that James had been killed. And so uh, they had put in Peter and waiting for the Passover weekend. And after that, Peter will go. And the church began praying. The church was in prayer. The church was in prayer. The church was in prayer. And when the church is in prayer, heaven must respond. When you pray for money, God will not throw money. God will send angels to bring you the money. If God hasn't sent angel, I'm telling you, Peter would never have come out. He was saying there. He said, hey, I don't want to make any attempt. They will say I'm trying to break jail. And that itself is, is another another law you are breaking. Break jail. Hey, 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 let me stay here. He will stay there. So God brought him an angel. Tap him. Peter, stop sleeping here. Where are the chains? Touch the chains. The chest is broken. Put on your sandals and your dress. Let's go. You won't spend the night here. First gate, second gate, third gate. And then Peter realizes that he's in town. He thought he, thought he was having a vision. He said, hey, what is happening here? The angel was gone. He had finished his work. So now it was time for Peter himself to decide whether he wants to go back to the prison or he wanted to go back to the city. They showed him the way to the city. He came, the prayer was still going on. He knocked at the gate. And then one little slave came to Ah, ah. Then he went to the prayer meeting. He said, they've killed Peter. They said, how do you know? He said, I've seen the ghost over there. <laughs> they've killed him. I've seen his ghost. He said, are you sure? So they all came. And Peter said, I'm not ghost. I'm not ghost. Come and touch me. I'm Peter. An angel came and set me free. Get a second microphone. So, your duty is to just stay here. I feel like urinating. So, I want to rush out when you urinate. If you please, there's a step down to your right. So, just be careful. You have to descend slowly. Slowly, slowly, slowly. I didn't see the stairs. I didn't see. Turn to your right. Turn to your right. Turn to your right. I said I want to go and urinate now. Turn to your right. Don't worry me. You are heading towards the wall. I want to go urinate. You are heading towards the wall. Turn to your right. didn't you guide me? I was guiding you. I didn't hear. I think something blocked you. I didn't hear. You you should have told me that there was a staircase over here. I told you clearly. I was even shouting on top of my voice. I didn't hear. When a man refuses help from rescuers, he is just telling you they killed him before he fell into the water. They didn't set up his death on the day of drowning. No! 
They already killed him. That is why people have come to help him as he's resisting the help. So there are people who are being warned. There is a stay here, second. Be careful, be careful, be careful. And he don't you know, you're falling now. Don't turn to the right, turn to the right. Where you want to go, the space is there. You can't see. And so God is bringing you the season of help because you've prayed enough. You've trusted God. Now, it's now up to you that you will see where God is leading you and you hear the instructions God is giving to you. This is not a man that you should marry. But you can't hear. This is not a woman who can be a good wife. But you can't listen. Be careful of this company. You won't listen. You, you see the way I went and my head hit the, the, the wall. That's what is happening in the realms of the spirit. Anybody who receives help, don't help me. I don't need help. Don't help me. I don't need help. I am by myself. I'll be by myself. I, I, I don't need help. I, I, I don't need help. You know what? You died long ago. They are only affecting the death at that moment. They kill your soul. They kill your spirit. They killed you in the realms of the spirit. Our pastor in Kumasi was sick to the point of death. His lungs had stopped working. They had done everything. And in Ghana, when they hit the last medical option, you are finished. They are just waiting for you to die. If you are too weak, you should die in the hospital. If you are not too weak, they will discharge you just to go and die in the house. Or when the, the, the case gets serious, they rush you, some few hours you die. That's, that's our country. So she was, he was just waiting. Three days, he was in coma. No food. Only drips. And the nurses and the doctors will come and go and see if the drip is finished. They will put more and then they want to see whether he has died. So they will just call the family. And ask them to come and take the body away. That's all they were waiting for. Then, on the third night, a certain doctor called Dr. Jackson came to him. And he said, Robert, I am Dr. Jackson. God has sent me to come and heal you. So when he came, all the tubes that they had placed upon him, he removed them, removed them, removed them, removed them. And then he put some tubes into the lungs here and there. And he said, I'm done. You are healed. Then Dr. Jackson went out. Then, few minutes, he recovered from coma. His eyes got open. And now he could talk. So he made some noise in the ward. So the doctors and the nurses rushed. When they rushed, they thought, hey, what's this? What's this? What's this? Then he asked them, who is Dr. Jackson? They said, there's no Dr. Jackson here. He said, oh, and Dr. Jackson just walked out. He came to put... Uh, some tubes in my ribs and my lungs. 
They said, there's no Dr. Jackson here. You know what, ladies and gentlemen, an angel had come in to heal him. He's alive. Today, Sunday, I know he preached. Give the Lord a mighty clap and a shout of it and say, angels will arrive. Angels will arrive. Angels will come. Angels will come. Because I will pray. Because I will pray. Give the Lord a mighty shout of praise and give God some glory. Still alive. Oh, what are you talking about, children? What are you talking about? The Bible talks about two archangels, and I'm wrapping up. Two archangels. The first one is called Gabriel, and the second one is called Michael. They perform different assignments. So, Gabriel is the angel responsible for the relay and release of information, knowledge, information, ideas. Gabriel does that work. And then Michael is responsible for battles and warfare and the protection and security of Israel. When you are in, Israel is in danger, Michael will be released. Which was why when the angel who was supposed to give the information was intercepted by the principality or the prince of Persia. That is why Michael had to come to perform his assignment. All this year, angel Michael will be released by the power of the... Amen. Oh, are you clapping and you are receiving some? So here comes... Here comes what I told you from the beginning. I've, I've experienced angelic assistance many, many times. This time, I want archangels. I want senior angels. Because where I have reached, I want anointing to be high. And if that is your prayer and your desire, get ready. I'll do business with you. When the going is tough, you need a higher anointing. Abraham. Believe me. When the challenge is tough, you need higher oil. Don't rely on the 2020 anointing. 2020 is gone. This is a new year, 2021. It's a new year. It's a new season. New demons, new challenges. We need new oil, new understanding, new power. Somebody say power. Power. So when it was time for God to fulfill 750 years of prophecy in the coming of Jesus Christ into this world, he sent Gabriel to Mary and said, Mary, the spirit of the Lord is upon you. Mary, you know my integrity already. I am the archangel responsible for information and I will not lie to you because I have never lied to you. Get ready. The spirit of God is coming upon you. It will overshadow you and you will be pregnant. The son that you give birth to shall be called the son of the highest. So Jesus Christ is coming. You are going to give birth. Jesus Christ is born. Herod is now looking for Jesus Christ to kill him. And then the same angel Gabriel comes to Joseph and said, Herod is looking for your son. And so don't go back to Nazareth, your hometown. Take him, go and hide in Egypt. And when you have hidden him, Herod will die. When Herod dies, I will come and inform you that Herod is dead. Then you can come out of Egypt and go to Nazareth. And let go and nurture him. And I'll keep him in Nazareth for 30 years. And at the age of 30, he will start his ministry. When he starts his ministry, I just give him three years 
he will take over the world. And three years, in three years, 33, Jesus was done. He dies, three days, he rises up. God is working the numbers. God is working with spiritual and biblical and divine numbers. Then Michael also does some work. Now we see Michael's work in Revelation chapter 12, verse number 7. Put it there. And war broke out in heaven. Michael. Michael means the one that has power with God. Or who can compare with God. Who can compare with God's glory? Who can compare with God's power? And so, war broke out in heaven, the realms of the spirit. And Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, the antichrist, the 66, the pandemic, the diseases, the sicknesses, the shame, the evil. Michael and his angels fought them. And the, and the dragon and his angels also fought back. So, it's a year of battles. We will fight them, they will fight back, but we shall win. Amen. Oh, can I say it again? We shall fight them, they will fight back, but victory belongs to the church. Amen. But they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. The devil would not prevail. Amen. Principalities will not prevail. Amen. Sickness will not prevail. Amen. Failure will, will not prevail. Amen. Your last failure was the last failure. Amen. Now success is coming your way. I receive it. Because somebody is leading you in 2021. I receive it. The devil will not prevail in your finances. The devil will not prevail in your house. I receive it. The devil will not prevail in your dreams and your vision. Clap your hands and say, devil, devil, you will not prevail. You will not prevail. Clap your hands and celebrate the goodness and the message of yes. Jehovah. So the great dragon was cast out. That serpent of old called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Verse number 10. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now one, salvation, two, strength, three, the kingdom of our God, and four, the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast out. Verse 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to lives to the death. Twelve. Therefore rejoice, O heaven, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. Here is the basis for our warfare in the next 21 days. Because the devil knows that his days are numbered. So he's going to increase his demons. He's going to increase his challenges. He's going to increase his activities. When the devil increases, you must increase. When the devil rises, you must rise. 
When the devil employs his weapons, you must also employ your weapons of warfare. But I'm interested in some new weapons that Apostle John is introducing us besides the weapons that I've identified in the introduction of my message. The weapon of prayer, the weapon of the blood, the weapon of the word, the weapon of the cross, the weapon of the name of Jesus, and then the other weapons that we know. Now we also know that when you pray, heaven must respond. And heaven will respond with help and assistance. Angels on assignment. But verse 10 says, there was a loud noise. First, don't forget in verse 7. And Michael and his angels fought. So there's going to be angelic assistance. Say, I receive it. I receive it. I didn't hear you. Clap your hands again and say, I receive it. I receive it. Then there was a loud noise. Loud noise means that something is happening. Loud noise means there is a shaking. Loud noise means something is coming down. And then he says, and then the voice said, number one, salvation. Ladies and gentlemen, may I remind you that salvation is a weapon to defeat the enemy. Salvation. Your salvation. What is salvation? The fact that you are born again in the realms of the spirit and cleansed by the blood of the lamb and God has translated you from darkness into light is your weapon. Don't lose your salvation. Apostle Paul says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. In other words, when you are properly born again and you are saved, here are the things that you do. You are always reading your word of God because you must strengthen your salvation. You are always in prayer. You are always in communion with God. You are always in righteousness with God because you don't want to do anything to lose your salvation. Please, one of the reasons why you are not winning your battles against the devil is that the weapon of your salvation is weak. Your understanding of your salvation is weak. You are not a true representative of the kingdom of God, the power of God. That's why you are not winning battles. Salvation. You are being born again and spirit filled and studying the word of God. You are not doing anybody favor. Get this one from me. You are strengthening your power base. And you are sharpening your weapon. To defeat that dragon. Who wants to cause trouble on this earth? Salvation. Being born again. Your sins washed and cleansed by the blood. And strength. He said there was a loud noise. Salvation too. Strength. Strength. You know what strength is? Strength is spiritual power. Inner power. The amount of the word of God inside of you determines how much strong you are inside. When you are filled with the word, your faith is strong. When trials come, you have strength to withstand the trial. When difficulties and challenges come, you are prepared. 
This year, may the Lord give you spiritual strength. May the Lord give you spiritual power. May the Lord give you the power of the Holy Ghost. May the Lord increase your faith. And may the Lord strengthen you. Because what happened in 2020, if it had not been God on our side, I don't know where we would have been. I don't know where would have been. When I say salvation, clap your hands. I say salvation. 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 Through the blood. Salvation. 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 In Jesus. Salvation. 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 In the cross. Salvation. Let salvation become your weapon. I receive it. When I say strength, say I receive it. Strength. I receive it. Strength. I receive it. Inner power. I receive it. Inner strength. I receive it. The faith of your faith. I receive it. The strength of your faith. I receive it. Receive strength. I receive strength. I receive strength. I receive strength. I receive it. Number three. And the kingdom of our God. The kingdom of our God has come down. The kingdom of God has come down. The kingdom of God has come down. And that is why where I have a problem with most of you who disrespect the presence of God in your life. Jesus has taken a place in your heart. Not only that, the whole presence of God called God's kingdom is within you. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then in the end, you start praising God and say, for thine is the kingdom. Where? Inside of you. The power and the glory. Where is the power? The kingdom brings power. Why would you drive out the kingdom of God inside of you? Why? Drugs, smoking, drinking, alcohol, fornication, adultery. Hey! The kingdom of God does not live with these things. Apostle Paul said, those who do these things, they will never walk into the kingdom of God. Drunkenness, lasciviousness, idolatry, adultery, and all of them. We've, we've preached them over and over again. Can, can somebody shoot that scripture quickly for me? There. Apostle Paul names those. Yeah. Is there Galatians chapter... Uh, chapter 5, I think from verse number 19 or so. Quickly, get that one for me. They do who do such things. In, in case you'll be reading the scripture and you, look, you, 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 over, you, you overlook that one, you must see it. Galatians 5. It, it's not, it's, I, I didn't prepare for this one, but for the sake of young people in the, in the Lord, I just need to let you see. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness. Give me the NIV. The NIV English is very nice. Give me the NIV. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, debauchery idolatry, Witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, that's anger, selfish ambition, 
dissensions, factions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, alcohol, apathy, argues, lesbianism, homosexualism, animal versus man, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God will come, but you are empty. The kingdom of God has come, but you don't have power. The kingdom of God has come, but you are still losing battles. 2021, don't try it again. Yes, sir. Don't try it again. If you are hot, be hot. If you are cold, be cold. There is something I didn't teach the first service, but I think you can get it because you are a younger generation. The difference between human beings and angels. Angels are smarter than human beings. They are more intelligent than human beings, number one. Angels are swift, swifter than human beings, smarter than human beings. And then, of course, more powerful than human beings. That is why one angel can roll a big stone on the tomb, at the tomb of Jesus Christ, and roll it away, and Jesus Christ can come out. Angels, they are swift. They are powerful, they are intelligent, they are smart, but they are also loyal. Angels, if they are for the devil, they are for the devil. So when heaven was divided and some angels followed the devil, they haven't left him. Oh, the demons, they, they perform other assignments. They are loyal. And then the angels that are loyal to God, they are also loyal to God. God sends them and they are running away. Now, the difference between them and human beings Human beings, even though God loves human beings better, and God has a better plan for human beings, who are that old man that God is so mindful of you that he will die and send his son Jesus Christ to come and die for you. So God loves man. Angels sin against God. God didn't have a plan for their restoration. God has left them to their doom. On the final day, all the demons will die with the devil in a, in a place of judgment which God has prepared for them. But for human beings, when we sin, God had a plan to restore us. So, God loves us. But human beings are less faithful and loyal. At this church as we sit here right now, Charlie... It's difficult to tell who is for God and who is not for God. And I'm not impressed by the fact that you are in church. I'm not impressed. Because you can be here, but your heart is not here. You can be here, but you are not for God. But the only reason why I'm preaching to all of you is that I am believing God that small, 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 the Holy Ghost will be using me to change many hearts. Are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? These days, believers don't want to stand up for Jesus Christ anymore. What kind of unfaithfulness is that? Believers are all compromising all kinds of sins that the unbelievers do. And yet, they don't have the kingdom. You have the kingdom. And then the Bible says, and the kingdom and the power of his Christ. Ah, kabunani. You know what it means? When Jesus Christ comes into your heart, comes with power. When you invoke the name, it works. When you pray through the name, it works. Oh, done. 
I said, these days, believe me, I won't lie to you. I command angels like, like this. I said, honey, I won't give you this. This money, it, it shouldn't come from my budget. If God sends an angel, I will give it to you. And she said, yes. And when they brought the money, I didn't even count. I said, she should count the money herself. When she counted, it said, exactly what I need. I said, according to my word, take it. That's why when I say she should sit, she will sit. Stand, she will stand. Because she knows that I'm genuine. Since I started two years ago, Lord, send angels. Help. Give me help. Send angels. Go and build the oil dome. Lord, send angels. Build. I'll go there. I'll pray. I'll command. I will anoint the place. Oh, the oil that has gone into that place. That's why we call it oil dome. Anointed dome. Holy Spirit dome. Power dome. Encounter dome. That's, that's the meaning. The oil means encounter. It means power. It means Holy Ghost. It means transformation. It means change. You see deacons of a 21st Holy Ghost filled church like this. They are doing party. And the party, you see whiskey, alcohol, hot drink. You dare not do this in my presence. You dare not. You invite me to your party. And Apostle General, your father, I'm sitting down there, and you know I don't serve alcohol. I don't give, because I don't drink alcohol. The reason I don't drink because it's not good. So I will not give it to somebody to drink. Can I say it again? I don't drink it. Why? Because it's not good for my lungs. So I will not give it to anybody. And then, and then, I'm sitting down there, and then I see. Beer, Guinness, whiskey, passing in front of me. Oh, come on now. I'll get up and I'll walk out of the place. And then when I walk out, I know what you say. And I want to rehearse it and I want to give you the chance to say it. Try it. Where is he going? Where is he going? Let him go. Let him go. You see that only the anointed person. Oh, dare open your dirty mouth and say that one. And my God will show you. Like you don't you don't mess up the anointing and the presence of God like that. Oh, Apostle Dina, Apostle Dina, but you know, uh, some of our friends, uh, they drink. Oh, let me show you how to serve your friends when they come to your party. Let me show you. Get a common room for them. Don't bring them to the public place. Don't let your children see. Because you are handing a very bad baton to your children. Don't let your children see that you are serving alcohol. Take them to some corner and let them go and drink over there. At least you are respecting the presence of the believers at the meeting. At least. My, my senior brother, who is older than me, he drinks. But when it's come to parties in my house, he knows that alcohol will not be saved. 
So you know what he does? He brings his own alcohol. He keeps it in his car. When, when we, we, we drink our Fanta and Coca-Cola and all our non and, and there are non-alcoholic wines and non-alcoholic champagne. They are nice, oh. Oh, no, no, no. Non-alcoholic wines and champagnes. They are nice. And that's what I've been drinking and that's why I'm looking so fine. So if it is not good for me, judge, judge. Look at me and look at those who drink. Those who drink, this Forty years, their faces look at seventy years. The alcohol has eaten their lungs. You know the nickname of alcohol in tree upon some juice or Satan's urine. Oh, tell, tell your wife, upon some juice or that's the nickname of alcohol. So when my brother is sitting under my party and then they bring the drink, say, Oh, thank you, I'm okay. Thank you, I'm okay. Thank you, Marky. Then you see him going out as if he's going to urinate. He has his alcohol in his car. He will drink more than you come. He has shown me respect. Shown me great respect. Now, let me raise the bar higher. Let me raise the bar higher. Let me raise it higher. Your friends will drink. They will tell you, uh-huh, uh, uh, we, we don't want this your Christian, Christian business there. So get the beer and get this one. Can you please tell them that, oh, my apostle general will be present at the party. I can never disrespect him by serving alcohol in his presence because he's been preaching against it. So for his sake, I will not do that. This is, this is how, how high you can raise the bar of honor. And I'm telling you, for that kind of honor, oh, oh, God says, if you honor me, I will honor you. But if you despise me, you will be like, lightly esteemed. You honor me, I, I will not be there when you are telling them, I will not be there. I mean, you are there, you are telling them, so you know it's coming. Uh, no, Church, do you know, they've not even been inviting me. Anywhere they'll be called, they don't invite me, they leave me out. So thank you for even respecting me in the first place. Thank you. They never invite me. They never. But, but why would you disrespect other believers? Other pastors? If, if you respect me, why don't you extend the same respect to Reverend King Foley? To Reverend David? To my son, Pastor Papa, why don't you respect the same respect to them? Because these are all witnesses of the grace of God upon our lives. So if you not do it in my presence, don't do it in the presence of the others. The kingdom of our God has come down. Where is it? The kingdom is not hanging in the atmosphere. The kingdom resides inside of you. 
And the kingdom comes with power to defeat the dragon. So you see why you can't defeat the dragon? This is the reason. You weaken the power inside of you. You weaken the power of God inside of you. Who used to drink? Give me, give me a microphone. Why did you stop drinking? So why did you stop drinking? When I got, Alcohol. When I gave my, my life to God, I stopped drinking, but I drank a lot. You drank like a lot. And sometimes if you drank, what did the drink do to you? Uh, what, did, what did you do? It made me do a lot of things, Apostle, that I'm not. Come on, tell me I'm one of them. Sh- it made me sin, fornicate. I... I smoked weed. I did so you much. Smoke weed. I, I used to sell drugs. I did it all. So when God came in my life, He completely changed me. I've got you, Jesus. Clap your hands. You make... Are you giving God some glory and praise here? Tell me, have you missed alcohol and drinking? Have you missed it? Have you missed those? Oh no, I don't. I do not. How is your life now and your life then? Yeah, Tell us the difference. I, it's, it's totally different. Uh, the God entered in my life. Uh, my testimony, hey, I've done a lot of things. But God, when God comes in for real, he changes the inside of you. And when he changes the inside, the outside begins to look like the inside. Somebody, are you receiving witness in this place? Clap your hands and say, Lord. Lord, Lord, send me hell! Send me hell! You miss it. You don't need it. You don't need it. You don't need to serve others. Yes, you can be who? Odimeni, na odimechi. In 2021. Yes, you can be who? Don't be afraid. Do not be afraid. Say Can you do me a favor? Can you look for? You know what I wanted to do? Today I want to ask God, God, forgive my sins. What did you want to achieve in 2020 that you couldn't? What did you want to do for God? You wanted to live for God. You wanted to abstain from adultery, from fornication, from sin. It was difficult. Today, ask God for help. Like the sister did in her room. Ask him for the cleansing of the blood. And today, on your own, ask Jesus Christ to come into your life again. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Wash me. Cleanse me. This year, I will walk with you. I will serve you. I will study my word. All friends who mislead me into temptations, I will forsake all of them. Lift up your hands. Yes, you can be home. Birthday celebrations after the service. Birthday. First service. We will not to meet all first service today. 
Lift up your hands. If you are coming to the altar, the way is open. It is a fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copy of this and any other life-changing CD, please look up the address on your CD. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you. Ancient words will guide.